Festival of Blood Radio. Oh yeah, if I was a ruler, I'd set you straight. Yeah, it's August 12, 2010. It's another Festival of Blood Radio. Okay, everybody, how you doing? Yeah, getting the show. I don't even know. What, what, we missed, what, maybe one week? So, yeah, we're doing great. Hey, it's great to have you, and uh, hopefully you enjoy the show. If you do, I'm going to you know, I'm gonna mention something I mentioned, uh, well, on the website at festivalofblood.com, and that is iTunes isn't the only way to get the show. You can get it on Zune. Uh, you can find it there, and uh, yeah. Zune's good. I, you know, I, the thing I like about Zune is it integrates well with my Xbox 360. So any purchases I make on Zune, unlike those I make on iTunes, are instantly available and vice versa on uh, the Xbox 360. So if I, you know, if I download a music video or something like that on the Xbox 360, yeah, it's available on the PC via Zune. So uh, you know, I like the integration there. I like it when things talk to each other and they work. You don't have to buy it like in multiple places. So you can find Festival of Blood Radio there. I'm still going to say the easiest way to get the show is on iTunes because, well, you're all a bunch of freaks and you use it. So, uh, yeah, make sure you subscribe to the show. As always, I want to thank you for taking the time to stop by and uh, listen to what I have to say about what's what. Uh, you know, I, I uh, Last night, I uh, jumped into a little bit of Battlefield Bad Company 2. Yeah, and I finished this game some time ago. Love the game, by the way. Uh, love the multiplayer. I like it actually more than Modern Warfare 2. I'm kind of in that boat instead of the other boat. Because the Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2 boat's more like a canoe. And I'm really liking being in the big ship that is a uh, battlefield. So, you know, it, it, to me as a, as a longtime PC gamer, uh, yeah, one of the classic series on the PC is the Battlefield series, so I think I identify with it a little bit more. I like the vehicles, I like the larger maps, I like a little bit of the strategy that goes into the game that it that, that it really doesn't in a certain way. And, you know, and I'm not knocking Modern Warfare's multiplayer; it is excellent. But yeah, I think I, I you know I lean that way. You know, I lean a little bit towards the Battlefield series, and I like it. But one of the things about this game that annoys me because for those that have listened to the show for a long time, you know I'm an achievement whore. I, I like to get achievements on my Xbox 360 any way that I can because, you know, I'm a whore that way. And uh, this game has collectible achievements in it, meaning that on certain levels in the single-player campaign, you can find these MCOM stations. And uh, as you collect them, you know, they're hidden throughout the maps. You know, you, you, uh, you get achievements for finding them all. You get achievements for finding, I think, half of them. And you get an achievement for finding all of them. And, yeah, so I, I beat the game a long time ago, finally went back and played it, which, by the way, is a little bit of a pleasure. It's, ni it's nice to go through the game again. But the second time going through the game, you know, I'm using the Internet to find out where all these MCOM stations are because it's so counterintuitive to find them. You know, I did a level just last night where, you know, you, you go through a tank. You're in a tank, and you're, you're just decimating everybody in the tank. And... 
you know, you get you get to a point where you got to get out of the tank and you've got to get into uh, a UAV uh, control center where basically you're going to control the little helicopter in the game that's remote controlled that has missiles and a machine gun on it, which in and of itself is very cool. But you know, when you're playing the game, it's like, okay, jump out, get to the UAV station. You got to take out the guys immediately in the you know in the town ahead. So you jump out of your tank, you go do that, and then after that, you got to jump back in the tank again, and it's all very urgent because you're in a war and in that part of the game, when I read on the internet, it's like, well, when you get out of the tank, instead of going to the UAV station, run across the street, go behind the windmill where there's some sandbags, and uh, behind there, there's an MCOM station. And it occurred to me then how much I really hate the uh, collectible achievements that are in games because they're counterintuitive. You know, when you're in the game and you're in the heat of the moment, you're not, go- you know, when you're in the tank and it tells you, run to the UAV station, hurry up, you bastard. You're not going to run across the street, kind of lounge, have a drink, maybe set up a tent, build a campfire, make some s'mores. You know, you're not going to do that. And this is what it requires you to do to find them all. You know, it's very counterintuitive. It takes you out of the game. And I, I guess some people will say, well, you know, a lot of these things, you can get them on your second playthrough. You don't have to get them on the first playthrough. But you know what? In a game that is as intense as the Battlefield game is, it really draws you out. You know, they work so hard to make the game uber-realistic, and then it draws you out of it because you're doing something completely stupid. You know, in a real war, if you were, if they, if you were in the tank and they told you to get out and run over quick and get the UAV station because we're under attack, and you're like, yeah, I think I'm going to just cross the street and head over here and kind of kind of look around, you'd probably get shot in the back. Yeah, I, I hate it. You know, Gears of War does this. You know, you can collect the cog tags. Uh, Modern Warfare has this a little bit. It's just, I hate the games that build in achievements that are completely artificial like this, where you do things in the game that draw you out of the experience. They're completely artificial. It's not realistic to do them in the environment that you're in, but to get the damn achievement, you gotta do it. So, yeah, I guess, I guess I'm doing it. Is that an Arcanite Reaper in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? You're listening to Festival of Blood Radio on the Festival of Blood Radio Network. Now this one dedicated to all of you, them who have done office and nice things to them girls. Treat all like diamonds and pearls. Dedicated to all the girls around the world. Now this is Raymond and Shaggy with a combination with the Amis. Flip this one for your musical disc. Yeah, so that's like the rant for the what the rant for the year. I think I haven't ranted too much on the show. You know, I puke on a plate every week on this show. It's verbal diarrhea, and it's the first time I've, uh, I guess, the first time you could say I've had chunks in the puke. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, that's the rant for the year so far. We'll see what happens later. Hey, big shout out by the way. Uh, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people listen to the show, and of course, I'm always freaked out most by the people that listen to the show that actually know me, because they know the extent of my freakness, or maybe even lack thereof. I don't know, but either way, kind of, kind of freaks me out when people listen to the show that actually know me. So, someone said they were going to listen to the show. I don't know. They're probably a big fat liar. I don't know, but they're definitely a freak. So, big shout out goes to Maddie. Yeah. So anyway. Hope you're having a good one. If you listen to the show, yeah, it's a freak show. Anyway, so now we got that out of the way. By the way, big release this last week. Madden 11 came out uh, on Tuesday. Yeah, I didn't I didn't pick it up yet, but I probably will because I didn't pick up Madden 11. You know, for many years there, 
I subscribe to the belief that if you're going to uh, play the Madden games, you buy it every other year. Because even though the game gets better every year, it doesn't innovate or have have enough of a new feature set to, to justify buying it every year. But, I don't know, for like the last, uh, well, before last year, I did buy it every year. And, and I, I forced myself last year to not buy it. So I don't have Madden 10. And I got to tell you, I played the demo for Madden 11, and it's enough different from Madden 9 that I'm like, yeah, this is why I subscribe to the idea in the first place that you don't buy it every year because it definitely feels different than Madden 9. And, you know, in the past, I think I got like 7, 8, 9 in a row. And, yeah, for the first time, it, it really feels like a little bit different game. It definitely has a, a, a whole new thing going on. You know, every year they try to add a new feature or do something different. This year... If you want to set it up this way, you don't have to do the play selection before each uh, play in the game. Your coach will send in to you what the play is. And this is based on scripts, essentially, like in a real football game, which is what they're pimping uh, every every uh, game. Like, what do you want to do in a second and eight situation? Or what do you want to do in a fourth and one if you're going to go for it? Or what do you want to do, you know, just on a regular, uh, you know, second and ten? You know, what do you want to do? What's your game plan? And the coach will send it in to you. It definitely speeds up the game. If you play the demo, you can see how it speeds up the game. And also, because you're not constantly cutting to a play selection screen, it uh, it kind of keeps the flow going and the feel of the game. That kind of TV presentation that they've always been going for is a little more present. So, uh, yeah, Madden 11, I'll definitely be picking it up. The only reason I haven't done so yet is I'm a little lazy. But if you want to check out the demo, it is on uh, the PlayStation Network as well as the Xbox 360's Marketplace if you uh, check out the demo section. Yeah. So check it out. It's all good. You, as usual with uh, these demos, the only uh, team you can play are the, is, is the two teams that uh, were in the Super Bowl last year. So it kind of limits you. You, know, you don't get to see everything, but it looks, uh, looks really cool. Hey, big excitement on the internet, and I posted it again uh, on festivalofblood.com. Borderlands. You know, I thought this game was, you know, at E3, I was really hoping for an announcement that there was going to be a Borderlands 2, and it did not come. There is still no word. You know, if you do a Google search for Borderlands 2, yeah, you don't get any real information before November of 2009, uh, when when the last word from the developers was, yeah, it's a no-brainer that we're going to do it, because the game had uh, such good sales and good uh, critical acclaim that it's a no-brainer they're going to do it. And after three DLC packs came out for uh, Borderlands, I said, you know, it's kind of dead. They're, they're probably not going to do anything else. It's been a while. Well, what do you know? Just yesterday they announced that they're going to be coming out with Borderlands Claptrap Revolution, and this will add to the gameplay. They didn't really mention much. They've got some screenshots up and some things there, a little bit about what the storyline is. But outside of that, no big announcements like, hey, we're raising the level cap a little bit, which I kind of wish they would do because my main uh, my main character in uh, Borderlands, yeah, it's level 61. And I'm still having a little fun. You know, I do uh, I do the uh, the Moxie DLC, and it's, it's pretty good. It's fun. You know, it's enjoyable. It was the weakest of the three they've done so far, but it's really the only thing to do. Uh, per se, after you've kind of hit level 61, although there's some, uh, you know, some mop-up quests you can do in the General Knox DLC, but really, really glad to see that uh, some more content is actually coming out for this game, and looking forward to playing it on the Xbox 360. So if you want to check out more, be sure to check out the link, because we actually have one on festivalofblood.com. Hey, speaking of football, 
the uh, arcade game release of the week on the Xbox Live's arcade marketplace was something called Monday Night Combat. And I first saw this from the video that was released at E3, and this is this is uh, a little bit different game. It's kind of a spectacle shooter uh, where you're it's arena style combat where you're in an arena and things get thrown at you and uh, you got to take them out. You, you got to lay down some justice and you do it in front of a crowd, kind of Colosseum Roman style, if you will, but with a very Monday night football kind of commentary kind of fan feel to it. And I gotta tell you, I played, I, I just played the demo. I didn't actually buy this game at least yet. I'll probably play a little bit more of the demo to uh, get a full feel for it. But I know the first thing that jumped out at me was I would like to see this concept explored a little more in a full retail title. Because there's no doubt about it that the commentary and the feel of the Coliseum style combat that you're doing in this game definitely has a place they they really hit on something with me you know imagine monday night football but instead of football it's just a little killing out on the field well that's what this game is and it, it has a very good feel to it but it also feels like well you know it's a 1200 point microsoft game which means it's 15 dollars to buy it there's not a lot of uh development costs that went into it would really like to see this concept i almost went my first reaction was gosh why couldn't this game have been a full retail release they're really on to something a la Unreal Tournament, but in front of a crowd. And uh, they just didn't quite 100% deliver. But, of course, the big plus is, well, you can get the game for $15. So if you want to check out the demo, you want to check out what I'm talking about because, well, maybe I'm on crack. I don't know. Well, Lindsay Lohan is anyway. Maybe not me. But anyway, uh, check it out. It's Monday Night Combat, and it is uh, available on the Xbox 360's Marketplace. It is the uh, fourth game that Microsoft is doing in the summer of arcade. And, of course, next week we will have the new Laura Croft game, which uh, looks, well, looks mightily sweet. going to kind of kind of end up the verbal plate of diarrhea with big chunks in it it's like diarrhea that has like pickle bites and corn yeah anyway um with some announcements because there's been a lot of this kind of random announcements that we got to get in this week uh id software the great folks behind uh doom and quake and all the stuff you love well quakecon's been going on one of the big announcements they made from quakecon it, well, really two announcements, is that they don't have any major new IPs. For those of you that, uh, yeah, aren't freakish enough, that's intellectual property. And they basically don't have any new game titles uh, outside of Rage, which will be coming out later in the year, which looks very cool, by the way. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. But uh, id Software doesn't have any new IPs coming out uh, anytime soon. In fact, they said for years you... Uh, you can expect to not see it. The other, the other interesting thing is, is that John Carmack came out and said that uh, ID or ID Technology Five, which is what uh, yeah, it's basically an engine. You know, you see games; they have the Unreal Engine, they have the Quake Engine, they have the the Source Engine. Well, ID Software, much like the good folks at Valve or at uh, Epic Games, not only make games, but they make gaming technology that gets licensed by other developers to make games. Did you get all that? Anyway, 
Uh, I've been gaming for a while. You know what I'm talking about. You know, games like the original Half-Life, for example, were based on uh, Quake 2 technology, which is an id technology. And uh, many, many, many games, including the aforementioned Monday Night Combat, use the Unreal Engine uh, when you're playing them. Anyway, they, they're basically getting out of this uh, of this market. Yeah, because they're saying that uh, Bethesda is going to have an exclusive, which no big surprise there because Bethesda now owns id Software. And, of course, that, that uh, I guess, goes along with owning them. Uh, which is also weird because they get a lot of money when they license these technologies. But anyway, for the near future, they've said that uh, id Technology 5 will only be in Bethesda games, which isn't bad because uh, this, is the, this is the company that brought you, like, uh, Fallout and Oblivion. Yeah, good game. So maybe we'll get something cool out of that. You know, if they're going to go exclusive with somebody, it might as well be Bethesda because, God bless them, they make great games. So uh, that's the big stuff coming out of QuakeCon. Also, big announcement. For you Bioshock fans, yes, there is going to be another title in the Bioshock series called Bioshock Infiltrate. Looks, uh, well, it's hard to tell because there's only been a couple of screenshots released and not a lot of details. Be warned, however, that Festival Blood will puke into the microphone in the future much for you over this game. Big fan of the Bioshock series. You know, I loved Bioshock 2. The biggest thing that bothered me about Bioshock 2 was I bought it, I played it when I first bought it, and then... I played it for a few days and then set it down for like a month because it didn't really draw me in the way the first one did. So I kind of went back to it because I felt obligated to. And then once I did, later on in the game, it got really good, got really compelling. The story really kind of took off. And then the game was over. It's almost like the first half or more, maybe, of the game is so much like the first one. And I don't just mean technology-wise, because I've always said that, you know, a good game is a good game, and it's not that I just didn't want more of the same, but the, but one of the strong points of Bioshock is the story, and it just uh, it just didn't quite get me. And I, Maybe you're in the same boat. Maybe you rushed out and bought Bioshock 2 after playing the first one and just expected it to be this awesome experience. And, and it was. It's just about the time it got really, really good, you're like, ah, oh, the game's over? So anyway, hopefully Bioshock Infiltrate gets it right. We'll see what happens. Also, speaking of sequels, it's not a big surprise. You knew they were going to do it. But uh, Torchlight 2 has been announced. You can check out again. Well, maybe it was on Twitter. It might not be on the main website, but check out Torchlight2.com. That's www.torchlight2.com. And uh, yeah, in 2011, if you can wait that long, there's going to be another Torchlight. Probably will be out before Diablo 3 is my guess. And this is the game, for those that don't know, if you're suffering from some type of Diablo withdrawal because you can't wait for Diablo 3 and you haven't played Torchlight yet, you need to play it because it's basically a ripoff of uh, all that style of game. And I don't want to say ripoff because they've innovated in their own ways. The problem with the original Torchlight was it did not include any multiplayer or online play, and Torchlight 2 is. It's going to have all that. And I'm sure that along the way, with the money they've made from the first one, because it's turned out it's a big success, at most... At most, you'll pay $19.99 for the first one. It's on Steam on sale on a regular basis for as low as $5. So, uh, yeah, check out Steam if you want to get this and uh, check it out. Get your Diablo freakishness on. But uh, the game's coming out. You can check out all the details again over at www.torchlight2.com. 
Com. Also, Steam has a new beta out. I was late to the last beta because I was reluctant to switch the client over because things, you know, when things are working well, you, you kind of don't want to switch, but I'll probably do it pretty early in the game this time. Haven't done so yet because they just announced it today. Give me a week or two and I'll check it out for myself, but there is a new version of the Steam client coming out. If you want to get it, just be sure you go into your options for Steam and say that you want to opt into the beta and it will download it for you as uh, all the betas in the past have done. If you don't know what Steam is, because you're a freak, be sure to check out steampowered.com. Get it. It's the best way to uh, get games on your PC. It legitimately turns your PC into a gaming platform. It's like magic. Yeah. Anyway, what else we got? Uh, oh, Windows updates. You know, I don't usually talk about Windows updates because eh, they're boring. There's usually one or two every month or so, but a big whole bunch of them. Yeah, a big whole bunch of them, like sick. You know, I think I did my last update a couple of weeks ago, and today when I did my uh, Windows 7 update, there was like 16 of them. So make sure you get it. There's a lot of uh, exploits and things like that. They're finally getting around to patching. So if you don't have your uh, Windows 7 because you love it, uh, actually set to auto-update because, you know, I don't. I like to know what's gone in my computer. I don't just like to feed it garbage. When I feed it, I want to know what it is. Uh, so I don't do the auto-updates thing, and I think a lot of people don't because you want to know what's gone into your computer. Well, yeah, you you want to check these out because there's a whole bunch of them, and they're all uh, updates that uh, plug exploits in Windows 7. So be sure to check it out again to get it. Yeah, use the Windows Update thing. Festival of Blood Radio. It's a lot like crack. That's why Lindsay Lohan loves us so much. You're listening to Festival of Blood Radio on the Festival of Blood Radio Network. www.festivalofblood.com That's about all I got this week. I'm, my stomach's empty. I'm done puking. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, hey, make sure you check out the official website. We've like said it like ten times. It's www.festivalblood.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes. If you want to send mail, even hate mail, do so by uh, going into your email client and sending your mail to the host at festivalblood.com. We love it when you send email. It's all good. Focus. Yeah, it's good. We like it. I don't know why. We just feel good about it. I don't know why I say we because it's I. It just sounds better to say we when you're doing a radio show. Yeah. That's about all I got. Be sure to check out, uh, yeah, we got the wallpaper of the month up last month at the end of the month, and it's Katy Perry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, she's kind of a freak because Katy Perry's like an anomaly because... She looks fake almost. It's like she's made out. It's like a wax museum figure sometimes to look at her because it just bothers me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, also, we got through the the, the show this week, like last week, without doing any 70s music. We got 80s in there, but no 70s. Anyway, that's all I've got. I'm done. We're up to like almost 23 minutes. I'm done. We'll see you next time. It's been Festival of Blood Radio.
trying to get together. Uh, oh, let me just say this. You know, we do do requests for the wallpaper of the month. And, uh, yeah, if you want to send one in, make sure you do that. You know, we got one uh, some time ago that was actually turned out pretty good. The big, the biggest problem with doing the wallpaper of the month is you got you got to get... You gotta get uh, pretty high resolution images because I like to do them in 1680 by 1050. If you haven't noticed, and uh, the one I really want to do, you know, I'm watching this show Rookie Blue that has Charlotte Sullivan in it. If you don't know who she is, go to like I don't know Internet Movie Database or something. But uh, yeah, she's playing uh, Gail Peck. That's her name. And damn, yeah, I'm trying to get some good. The problem is she hasn't been in a lot before Rookie Blue, but we're going to try to, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. If not, it'll be something else that's kind of, yeah, because you know, you like the, yeah, seriously, that's, I'm done. See you next time. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Festival Blood Radio. I don't know the words, but it's live. Because it kind of sounds like my life. Because there's something I want you to 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 I want you to